Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves, and welcome to Love This Bitch. I'm your host, Lisa, the Life Coach. Uh, You got all that in the intro, but sometimes I say it again. I am going to talk to you a bit today about dating. Kind of surprised I haven't talked about that yet. And maybe that's because it could be it could be a whole series of episodes. There's so many different aspects of that we could go into. I have talked quite a bit about relationships in general and and different ways that our mindsets affect our relationships, both friendships and work relationships, romantic relationships. I've talked about all that, but just never dating specifically. I decided it was time and that I would um, address some of the more common mindset things that I see that come up with dating. And it really fits with what we talked about last week, and that was being mindful and being present in the moment. Because even when I started thinking of the mindset things that come up a lot and how to shift through them, I thought, but what if you didn't shift? What if you were just present? And, you know, what I mean by that is like, for example, a good friend of mine, she was um, married and, and to a high school sweetheart. They were together for a very long time. And they had split up and it's been quite some time. She worked on herself, she healed, and she started dating again. And she was on an app and she met this guy and they had just agreed that they both liked each other and and exchanged some quick texts or messages. Sorry, I myself (laughs) am not in the dating pool as well and haven't been for the past 12 years. So I'm I don't have all the terminology down, but I still coach on it. I can still help you. It's all about mindset. I do know mindset. So they had just barely touched base, essentially. So she didn't even know yet if she liked him. You know, I know sometimes you might even just see someone and be like, oh, wow, I I feel like this person is just, just it. They look great. That can happen. But it hadn't in this situation. She didn't know if she liked him yet, but she was already thinking about, you know, his profile had said what he did for a living and the job required people to move a lot. People with that job move a lot. And she was like, you know, I don't know if I want to move. I don't know where it would be, but I really just don't know if I want to leave this area. Like her brain had already gone (laughs) way into the thinking and planning with the uncertainty, trying to decide, you know, if she, you know, wanted to continue even though nothing had started this relationship um, based on, I don't know if I want to move. And so it was interesting that her mind had already jumped that far ahead when she didn't even know if she liked him yet. But I've done that. (laughs) I hear that all the time. You know, we're always looking either for how our lives are going to be together from the very start or how there might be problems based on, you know, whatever it is that we've decided to hone in on. And that is, again, our brain not liking that it can't predict the outcome, that it can't do the thinking and planning. So it just starts spinning off into all of it. But, you know, we do that. And the mindset shift generally is that most of us get 
really caught up in what the other person will think of us. Will they like us? Will they accept us? Will they be attracted to us? And and that's what is what comes up the, the most often is, is that mindset. And the shift from that is to, well, <laughs> what about what you want? Do you like them? Do you connect with them? You know, maybe show up on the date thinking about that <laughs> instead of, am I what they're looking for? Are they what you're looking for? Right? That's, that's the question you need to be asking. It's what do I want? What am I looking for? But I thought about that even more. And I was like, even though that's a good mindset shift, right, to make, I, I thought, well, what if you just went out with this person and you were present? What if you just treated them like a person, a person you don't know, and you want to get to know them? They're a person. They have thoughts. And they have things they care about. They have their job and whatever's going on in their life. All these things that you can learn and find out about them just because they're a unique, interesting person. Not because they're a potential partner or, you know, you might like them. They might like you. Where's it going to go? Are there going to be problems? What did, you know, <laughs> instead of getting caught up in the stories, in the analysis. And, you know, if you're dating and you're looking for a relationship, that stuff, it, it is important to make some analysis, right? You do have to decide at some point if, if they are someone that you want to pursue that relationship with. But how many times do we just immediately jump to that? Even before we've gone on the first date. And what would that experience be like if we'd showed up mindfully at first instead? Now, don't get me wrong. Be excited, right? You're meeting a new person and maybe even a potential romantic interest. That's fun. (laughs) You know, definitely don't want you to be anxious and nervous and and worried about it. Prefer, (laughs) you know, the happy, excited feelings, right? Do that work. If if you're struggling with anxiety about it, and you're not looking forward to it, and you try one or two dates, and then you're like, ah, there's no one out there. This is so hard and painful. I'm not doing it. Yes. And there's some mindset shift work to be done there. And I would be more than happy uh, to help you. (laughs) Also, check out all the relationship episodes. Do allow yourself to experience the positive, the anticipation, and, you know, the excitement, of course. But not so much so that you're off in your head, you know, writing your wedding vows or, you know, scribbling your names together in a journal to see if they sound good. (laughs) Not so much that you've run away with even positive, you know, planning or negative planning, but that you're excited and you're ready to actually meet someone and connect with them to actually listen to what they're saying, not analyzing each thing they say of how do I think about that? How do I feel about this opinion that this person just shared with me? Does that vibe? Can I be in a relationship with a person that said that, you know, or in the alternative, what did I just say? Was that stupid or what? Did he pick up on that? Did she understand what I just said? Do I need to clarify that? (laughs) You know, instead of analyzing it either way towards them, towards you, what if you just listened and listened to know them, not even just to respond, 
but just to engage, to understand, to learn, to be curious. And I think that that, that's an amazing shift. That's going to change your dating life on a very, very deep level when, you know, the first focus is being present and enjoying the experience and the other person as a person, as a human being that you're interested to get to know. And that also makes it the communication more open and free because you're not like, what do they say? What will they think? You know, you're not trying to be something for them or trying to fit yourselves together yet. You're just listening and learning and sharing. And that way you're building a good foundation for whatever comes, even if it's nothing. Maybe you've just met a good friend or maybe you've just met someone who is going to be a business partner or, you know, just the experience and what you learn from them. You could take those lessons with you for the rest of your life. But if it's just, you know, what's the romantic value here? Is this going to work? You could miss that. You could have missed something that you could learn from that person that could change your life, whether you have romantic feelings for them ever or not. So, There's just so much to experience in that moment if you are present and practicing that. And don't get me wrong, that would definitely be, I think for most of us, one of those situations where it's like, oh, I just just caught myself thinking about meeting their expectations. Are they meeting mine? Okay, let me come back to the moment. Five minutes later, oh, I'm gone again. (laughs) And that's okay. That's the practice is... No matter the situation, whether there's a lot of thoughts, a lot of things pulling your attention away or not, you just keep coming back to the present moment and just, you know, keep coming back to that conversation. Oh, what did they say? Let me listen. Let me learn. And not for analysis purposes only, (laughs) but just to engage with another human being and to learn about them and enjoy them. So... I think that's a huge mindfulness practice to bring to the table if if you're dating. That would be life-changing for you, for starters. Then again, you know, look at the situation if you're one of those people who is not enjoying the dating, right? Listen to the rejection episode and the relationship episodes because, you know, these thoughts that you're having about meeting their expectations and not being enough those thoughts obviously are very painful, right? You're anxious. You're not looking forward to the date. You're afraid of the pain. You're thinking there's no one out there for you. There's no one who, you know, could ever love you. And and you might even give up on dating at all. And then another thing that happens in those situations is that you will take the first partner that, that comes along, the first person who does show interest. And you're like, oh, they do love me or they they might like me I gotta take this right it creates that scarcity mindset there's not enough good guys out there or women that's a scarcity mindset that's not true even if I do find one if I find one that actually likes me oh my gosh I better run with it that's a scarcity mindset that's not true right you know just putting that limitation on it that Or even if it's a time scarcity thing. A lot of people, you know, if they're really looking for a relationship or they've been looking for a while or maybe they just think, 
you know, I want to get married. I want to have a family. I want to do this and that. I don't have a lot of time. That's going to push you definitely out of that mindfulness we talked about and push you into the, what is this person looking for? And how can I, how can I be enough? How can I be what they want? And when you do that, that sets you up for having to continue those types of thoughts in that process, because that's the relationship that you've built with yourself. You've told yourself, right, that you're not enough and that you should change and do things differently. And then you may end up doing or saying things that aren't quite true to you for this other person. And now you've created that that you have to keep up with in the relationship. So, you know, those thoughts, not only are they causing you pain right now in the moment, but they're going to continue and even maybe grow under underlying issues in that relationship in the future. So look at those thoughts. Do a thought download. What are you thinking about yourself that's making you have anxiety about going out on a date? And I've said this before in some other episodes about like rejection or failure. And this is an example that I, I've heard several times. If someone told you that you had to go out on 100 dates before you were going to find a good match, then, you know, it wouldn't be a, a, as big a deal. You wouldn't be as worried every time about whether or not it was going to work out. Because, you know, like at least, you know, by the end of this hundred, I'm going to have a partner. So it doesn't matter. It's good. I can just be myself. I can just be present. You know, you can, ex- you might even experiment. Who knows? You might try different approaches that you've always wanted to try on a date. Maybe different icebreakers. I don't know. But the point is, if if you knew that it was 100, you wouldn't be afraid and you wouldn't feel each rejection or take it so personally. And it's not. If the two of you don't match, even if you think you are a match and the other person doesn't, it's not personal. We all have different tastes. I guess it's personal to the extent that <laughs> you were not their taste, but you know, that's like with the peaches example. You know, you can be the juiciest peach, but some people don't like peaches. It's doesn't mean anything about peaches they're still amazing to the people who like them so it doesn't mean anything about you and it just means you checked off another number that one didn't work out the next one might it doesn't mean that there aren't people out there for you because this one didn't work so you know look at those thoughts sit with the emotions right process the emotions sit with them and practice that awareness. And then when you're ready, do your thought download and see what pattern is coming up there for you. You know, are you having a scarcity mindset about there there aren't any good partners out there, whether, you know, whatever gender you're looking for, or are you having a time, like I, there's not enough time for me to find a good partner, or are you thinking that you're unlovable and that it's gonna be a struggle for you and you might just have to take what you can get. None of those are true. Those are all just thoughts. (laughs) If those are your thoughts and they're causing that anxiety and you can, you know, work through those and change those, do the, the thought ladder, thought stairs and get to better thoughts about who you are and what you want, the kind of relationship you want to build, loving yourself because you are worth it and why you're worth it and how that, you know, impacts your partner when you feel that way about yourself and believing that someone else could feel that way about you. (laughs) So that's the process for you. 
if you're there. If you're already to where, you know, you're genuinely interested in whether or not the person is right for you, that's great as well. Do practice, I think, you know, some mindfulness and just being present, not always analyzing it. <laughs> there will be time for that, you know, you gather around with the team, the ladies or whoever your, your circle is and go over the footage <laughs> from the game to decide. There, there's always time for that. And, you know, if decisions do have to be made, I'm not saying you can't do that. You have to make some discernment when choosing a partner, but, you know, make sure that's not all you're doing and that you are just being present and enjoying the time there. But, you know, also make sure that if you're having those types of thoughts, but it's always coming out where they're not right for you. And particularly if you're noticing that it's, it's small things like, and it's always a thought, whether or not something is a red flag, but you know, it's not like you just checked off a narcissism checklist, but it's like, he wears Hawaiian shirts. I can't date a guy that wears Hawaiian shirts. This is over. You know, if you find yourself being hypercritical, but still feeling frustrated, but that you can't find someone, if you're just like, hey, I got high standards, I'm good. I'll figure it out when I figure it out. No problem there. If you're feeling negative emotions about it, though, if you're feeling like sad or I'll never find someone or anxious that another one's just not going to work out or even wondering, because I've had clients and people talk to me like, why do I keep ending these relationships based on these little things? Why do I keep looking for these flaws? And that is another type of avoidance. You know, there could be underlying fears and thoughts there about you know, what it will mean if that relationship continues past that point where you're finding those flaws. You could get hurt, right? And that's true. That's part of life. And that's also part of why I stress learning that part where you process your emotions and sit with them so that you're not afraid of them. Because even if you have the perfect mindset, like a relationship ends and you're like, hey, it was great. We learned a lot. We had a great time didn't work out in the long run for both of us it's amicable we're going our separate ways everything's great even if you have that experience if you have that mindset you know there's still going to be pain there so if if you're afraid of that pain then you need to have that understanding that you've been there you felt pain before and you sat with it and you felt it and you can handle it I don't know that you would feel that way if if the mindset was completely strong I, I think it's still possible because it's still painful. You know, we talk about that clean and dirty pain, which again is, is not a judgment. It's just about the negative impact that dirty pain might have on you. But, you know, clean pain, this relationship that meant a lot to me and was a big part of my life is over. You know, all the future plans and all, they're not going to come to be. And there's grief there and there's pain. Clean pain, that's normal part of life. Dirty pain is I'll never find anyone. It's never going to work out. Another failed one. (laughs) And that could be part of your fear as well. And most likely there is some of that there that you're afraid of the thoughts that you're going to have about yourself if that relationship doesn't work out. So that is something to look into if you feel like you're being hypercritical and preventing yourself from finding a partner that way. So that's kind of just a first thing, a a high level dating episode to work on that mindfulness and being present. And then to also work on those thoughts 
about yourself and, you know, self-judgment that might cause you issues with dating, your fear of failure and rejection and being afraid of the pain that can come with relationships. And that's part of life, right? Relationships are beautiful because they are these wonderful, amazing, fragile things that bring us some of the highest joy in life and also some pain. So it's okay, but having the tools, you know, working on your thoughts about yourself and that confidence that you can handle those emotions is very important to be able to be vulnerable and to embrace those experiences and be present and give and show up in your relationships. And as always, if that's something that you want one-on-one help with and you're you're struggling with or you just want to make sure that you're on point in those areas, I'd be more than happy to do the connection call with you and talk about coaching with me and how that can help. But I just, I challenge you all to believe in yourself and and love yourself and have that relationship be very solid and strong. That's always going to help with your interactions with others, but also work on that mindfulness and that presence and really enjoying it because you're only dating when you're dating. (laughs) We do kind of tend to focus on the relationship part and and think that we're never going to find anyone and that's the short part and it's the dating that's forever but it is a limited time in your life probably and you know experience it don't let it just go by while you're stuck in your head and enjoy it and enjoy the experiences and the encounters and the people that you meet and getting to know them as a person and not just a potential romantic partner all right i hope that helps hit me up if you have any questions you can message me on instagram or you can shoot me an email and i'll be happy to help and get out there and date fearlessly 